Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Pussycat Podcast. This podcast features incredible interviews with trans and or queer creatives of Tucson, Arizona. We get into everything from astrology, creative source, discussing whether Tucson is truly open to creativity, and especially coming from trans and queer people, and talking about the spectacular creative work that these individuals are creating. Often queer and trans creatives aren't centered in the creative spaces of Tucson, especially folks who are also BIPOC and or disabled. This is an intentional space to engage, promote, and build community. When we are referring to Tucson, Arizona, it's merely a colloquial way of defining a boundary of the folks with whom I will be interviewing. But it's important to note that Tucson, Arizona is home to the Tohono O'odham and Pascual Yaqui people who are the original stewards of this land since time immemorial. Thus, as we move forward, please reflect on how you are viewing land and bodies as we embark in conversations that are often intentionally left out of mainstream media. If you are interested in seeing whose land you are on, visit native-land.co. By the way, I'm your host, Bo. I use any and all pronouns, but typically we'll use they, them in social settings. I'm so glad you're here and enjoy the podcast. This week, we interviewed Paulina from Paz Pan Dulce. She is a Latina baker who started in the beginning of the pandemic. She started with small pastry orders, and that's when Alana, her partner, stepped in to help promote and expand the business into what it is today. They specialize in custom cakes and pastries for all types of events. And now a word from our sponsor. Are you graduating soon? Have family coming into town? Or need more recent photos that represent your true self? You need Tommy Lorraine Photography. Tommy is a queer visual storyteller specializing in black and white documentary style photography. She has special pricing for LGBTQIA and Two-Spirit folks. Check her out at TommyLorene.com. T-O-M-M-I-E-L-O-R-E-N-E.com. Hey, it's Bo again. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. I personally have been like watching your journey the entire time that you like created your business. And I think, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I think I might've been one of your first like- You were, yeah, you were. (laughs) And so I'm super excited to be able to just interview you and get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nervous. (laughs) Oh, okay. I mean, I'm always kind of a little nervous too, but I think- once we talk about astrology, it usually like breaks the ice a little bit. So, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had asked for your big six and you sent me your big three. So you are yeah. a Leo sun, a cancer moon and a Scorpio rising. You know, I didn't know 
I've only known that for a few months and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, ever since I found out like the cancer moon and like the qualities that come with that, everything just makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I mean, I've always heard that Leos are like confident and these, you know, type of people. So I've, I can definitely identify myself through those. I never really believed it until like a few months ago, like I said, so I, I'm a cancer moon as well. And I feel like once I figured out that facet of my chart, I was like, Oh, Uh, yeah, exactly. Everything makes sense now. Yeah. (laughs) Having a Leo son to me, like you said, is just kind of this person like that bursts forth with like all this confidence and just is like the center of attention in the room and not in a way to me, like I'm a Libra son. So like, I love Leos. I'm like, yes, I love that you guys are the center of attention. I'm just here to like, enjoy you. How does your like cancer moon affect your ability with having a Scorpio rising and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. How does it affect that? I just like, I get crushed. Like when something doesn't go right, you know, being, you know, this, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can, can I cuss on you? Well, of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, like, oh yeah, I can, I can fucking do that. But then like, it doesn't pull through and I just, I crash, you know, yeah. and around me is like, relax, you know, but I'm like, oh, you know, this is okay. Um, and it, it takes me a while to kind of pick back up and kind of get the train going again, but yeah, that's, I, I try to figure out my signs because people were telling me, you know, your moon and this and that. And so it, it helps you a lot. I have a friend that's like really into it and she would tell me these things and I would not know what she was talking about. So when I started the business and, you know, I were, was having my failures and wanting to quit and stuff, that's when I looked into it and because I was like, there's something, I'm going to therapy and that's fine, but there's something more. Like I feel I need to know more about this energy that I feel that's not good or that is too good sometimes, you know? So yeah, I, I it definitely, knowing that now I can kind of regulate it more and be mm-hmm. like, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> uh, breathe and work through it. And now a word from our sponsor. Tommy at Tommy Lorene Photography is a visual storyteller who specializes in black and white documentary style for couples, individuals, families, elopements, and branding lifestyle photography. She also offers gender-affirming mini-sessions for those folks celebrating their true selves and updating their portraits. Tommy also offers discounts for LGBTQIA and Two-Spirit folks. Tommy's goal is for you to be relaxed and feel comfortable going about your usual day while she artistically captures these tiny moments that we often miss. Book your photo session by the end of May and receive two free 5x7 portraits of your choice. Read more about Tommy and book your session at www.tommie.com. L-O-R-E-N-E dot com. First of all, state your business. How did you get started? Where, like, where did it come from? I know it was kind of 
it birthed like as the pandemic came about yeah. and I don't know if those are linked but I want to know more yeah so my I always had the Instagram page I used it used to be just my personal name and I've always had the dream to open something do cakes on the side you know because I go to school apart from this um, I go to school for psychology so I always thought of it like a side business um, kind of just on the weekends because I enjoy doing it so my brother came up with the name um, a few months before the pandemic and pandemic happened. I was working at Eris Collective. So like the prep and pastry for his market, um, that company. And I just wasn't getting enough hours, you know, like everyone, we just weren't, nothing was happening. And I can't sit still for the life of me, you know? So I- yeah. I started baking and I was baking a lot. And I was like, what am I going to do with all of this? My girlfriend was like, you should sell. You should start selling your stuff. You, you know, you already have an Instagram page with a few followers and she goes to school for um, marketing, business and marketing. And she's like, I can help you out. Like we can do this. So, uh, so we the name. yeah, we changed the name to what uh, my brother had suggested. And uh, yeah, little by little, I was doing weekly specials, um, but my specialty is the cakes and that kind of thing. So I, I was doing that in the beginning and yeah, I just started making cakes, started advertising that I could do that. And more and more people saw my ability and yeah, so now I'm here. <laughs> so yeah, the pandemic and the, the growth of the business are definitely linked. I mean, everyone was home. I was offering delivery, you know. Mm -hmm and stuff so uh yeah that's it was pretty cool I didn't expect that at all <laughs> no I honestly I don't even remember exactly how I got to your page but I remember I was looking for something for Mother's Day and mm -hmm. I was like oh and I saw that you were making was it tarts or little cheesecakes I don't know cheesecakes they yeah. were cheesecakes yeah. yeah and so I got one for my mom and for my grandma and I was like dude those look so amazing and so <laughs> you on Mother's Day I think or maybe like a couple days before I'm not exactly sure but you delivered them and they looked so good that I ate my grandma <laughs> but my mom had one so it was fine um but <laughs> yeah I just remember like seeing the pictures and just feeling super engaged with your business and at that point were you out yet that you were queer or like were you were you marketing as like a queer owned business I wasn't no I wasn't I mean I was already with um Alana for Mm, like two years already oh, okay so in my personal life I was but not so much in the business you know because I I have experienced rejection like with my family so I was really scared to be rejected you know just by people I didn't know um so in the beginning I I didn't I kind of kept that personal part personal um but yeah I, I feel like more and more I'm starting to get more comfortable with you know showing her and things like that because it is like I said with the rejection with my family I do kind of have that fear already so sure. it's hard <laughs> but yeah 
yeah maybe it was just your your energy I was like I feel I'm feeling a sense of queerness in this <laughs> I, I get that a lot yeah when people when people found out I was um with you know a girl they were like oh you know like that makes sense you know yeah. So if you want to, you don't have to. One of the questions that I ask folks is kind of like, what was your experience with coming to terms with your queerness? And then did you utilize creativity to be able to kind of um, move through the big feelings that kind of come with being vulnerable in your authentic self? It was, it was hard. Um, I don't, I didn't have a good like, transition from you know coming out I my parents are religious and and they have those values and I respect them but unfortunately they didn't don't respect me in that side so um it was really it was really hard and creatively unfortunately like I don't think I ever processed it creatively you know as much as I would like would have liked to now looking back at it but um yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a little hard to, I've had relationships in the past, and they're kind of always get cut off, you know, I, I get, you know, my parents kind of seclude me and stuff, I hope they never listen to this, because they're gonna hate me, but um, uh, they, you know, they kind of secluded me, took me away out of that environment, and then I kind of went back to what their normal was so I never I never really process it having being with Alana now like four years in they still don't you know believe it or anything like that so I feel like I still have a lot to grow and hopefully you know with with this podcast gives me more comfort and stuff that's what I'm hoping to gain um doing this and and meeting other uh, queer artists and stuff because I don't have that community. And so I'm still, I feel like on that journey of trying to find that. I wanna know like if someone hits you up and they're like, hey, I need a cake. Um, this is kind of my idea. Like, where do you go from there? Do you draw? Do you like, what does your creative process look like? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of boring, um, but I, before the business, um, when I was 12, I took decorating classes at Michael's. And so I always, since then, I took those classes and I was always on YouTube and watching, you know, the Betty Crocker cake decorating. And then Instagram came out and more and more people, you know, come out with this content. And so a lot of ideas and a lot of inspiration comes from that. Um, when it comes to, if someone, you know, like when you ordered your cake for your mom, you told me you wanted specific colors, you wanted florals. And I kind of just, I, I lay everything out in front of me and I try to, you know, I do the color palettes if there's multiple colors and then I just go for it really. Mm -hmm. I just place it on the cake. If I don't like it, I can take it off, you know, which is the is the beauty of it. Not everything, you know, if it's really a complicated decoration, you know, I have to really plan it out. Um, but I kind of just I just go for it and hope for the best. <laughs> really, That's amazing. Sometimes, like for example, wedding cakes or you know, really big elaborate cakes, I will draw it out and map it out 
um, with like actual measurements and stuff. Cause sometimes decorations, you know, have to be a certain measurement. Um, so I'll, I'll draw those out and like create a blueprint because I don't want to be stressing out on the day of a wedding and like, be like, how am I going to decorate this? You know? So, but when it comes to like other, other, you know, like floral cakes or birthday parties, sometimes people are just like, I want this theme. You can go for it. I look up, you know, uh, for example, I don't know, let's say cocoa melons really big right now, you know, so I'll look up cocoa melon characters, colors, I'll even sometimes watch like a little snippet of something of, of a movie, you know, um, to kind of get an idea of what this is about. And then I'll try to put it in my cake. Has your experience been that you are like booked and people are like loving your work and you are feeling yeah. accepted in Tucson. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's been a really good response. You know, I have had my failures and, you know, I, I do get the messages, Hey, like it wasn't, you know, there's constructive criticism. I take it all as constructive criticism. Thankfully I haven't experienced anyone being like rude about mm-hmm. it because I feel like this, you know, the same thing as you said in the beginning, people have watched me grown. So they're, un- they understand that I'm, I have a lot to learn, you know, anybody at any point in time in a business, like has room to grow. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. It's been really, really good, good and bad, you know, it's just all been great. But to have that acceptance, I think in the community, and may I just say like, if people are sending you constructive criticism, that's fine. Your art is super accessible to folks. And so I feel like for me, like, I I mean, you obviously have made choices that work best for you, but I'm like the work that you create and for how much you are charging folks, I'm like, you should be like worshiping the ground that like Paulina work. It makes me really happy to hear that you feel so accepted and have had so much success because like watching you over the past, God, I guess almost two years. Yeah. And like, yeah. And (laughs) seeing, and seeing you too, like just kind of grow and the changes, like watching you kind of work with what are the fads or like, for instance, you said Coco Melon is super like popular right now. Yeah. And just like, yeah. Or like even transitioning the way you're marketing to folks. Um, it's just been really fucking awesome. And are you, are you currently going to school right now for psychology still? Yes. I go to the U of A. I just started the semester at the U of A. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty, it's been hard, <laughs> but I'm managing as best as I can. How the fuck are you going to school during a pandemic running this like badass fucking cake business and like, are, I was like, are you fresh out of high school at this point? I was like, oh my God, like, that's fucking amazing. But even at 23, like, you're fucking killing it, dude. Like, Thank you. Yeah, thank you. The one of the last things I want to ask is like, what are you kind of seeking out of the Tucson, like trans and queer community specifically for yourself and also for your business? Like, what energy are you trying to like call in? And then also after you answer that, like, where can we find you? Where can we engage with you and like Instagram, website, social media, whatever. I just want friends, you know, I, I have my, you know, I have my girlfriends, I have, you know, my, my guy friends and stuff, but 
I feel like the, the, they don't understand like, you know, the, the hardships that we can face, you know, I can't really talk to my girlfriends about, you know, the, the fact that my parents didn't accept me and how, like give me a hard time, you know, they'll, they'll give me a lot of words of encouragement and I'm super grateful, you know, but I want, I would, I really want to build a a community and and a group that I can, that can understand me on that level. You know, I I don't have that other than, you know, Alana and I can't give her the whole responsibility of teaching me everything or, you know, um, and, and I feel like, like I said before, I feel like I have a lot to, to grow still in my queerness and, and being a, being a woman loving woman, you know, I can't, you know, so I, I, you know, can scroll, I scroll through social media and see a bunch of queer women hanging out, you know, and I'm like, how cool, you know, like, they can all relate on this, such a great personal level, you know, and I, I not jealous, but like I long for that for sure. Um, just someone, just more people to relate to on that aspect. So that's what I'm. I'm hoping. <laughs> that's what I'm. Hoping. Can we connect with you? Um, Instagram honestly is is my go-to. Um, you can go to the Paus Bandulce page or even to my personal page. It's just oh, it's Paul at oh, it's Paulina, um, and just their phone number. You can find it on my Instagram. You want to be, text me, you know, if you want to be my friend. So that's, that's the main area people can find me. (laughs) Do you love the candid look in photos and appreciate how black and white photography captures the essence of a person? You need Tommy Lorene photography. Tommy is a queer visual storyteller specializing in black and white documentary style photography. She has special pricing for LGBTQIA and Two-Spirit folks. Check her out at TommyLorene.com. T-O-M-M-I-E-L-O-R-E-N-E.com. Howdy, everybody. Thank you so much for your patience and waiting until 4 p.m. today. Sometimes we just need a little bit more time to get things done. And I'm so grateful that you all are here and that you show up every Sunday. And guess what? There's still more episodes. So next Sunday, come back. We will have two new episodes, two new creatives, and I'm excited to see you again.